Hey guys, and welcome to Real Talk No Gimmicks with Haley, Demi, and Aaron. We're so excited that you guys could join us for today's episode that will hopefully help you guys start your week, and we hope that it will be an encouragement to you and it will be exactly what you guys need for this week. Don't forget to follow us at Real Talk No Gimmicks for any new updates. And without further ado, if you're ready for your weekly dose of realness, just keep on listening. Okay guys, so to start off our episode today, we're going to be playing a little game called the five second rule. So pretty much how this game works, we're all gonna go around and it's just a fun little game where we're just gonna ask each other questions and we have to answer them within five seconds. So the first person that's gonna start our little game for today is Haley. So go ahead. Okay, so do I need to ask like a specific person? Am I asking a specific person? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. So, Erin, I guess I'll ask oh. you first. Okay. okay. So, the first question is, name three Old Testament books of the Bible, but not the first three. I was literally going to say the first three. Okay, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Good. Five things you bring on a on vacation. Is it still me? Yep. Oh! Okay, um... You said five things? Mm-hmm. Um, sunscreen, towel, food, um, a hairbrush, a, a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. And name three people on like money, like dollar bills. Three ooh, three ooh, people, ooh. presidents. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Lincoln, Washington, Andrew Jackson, right? Is he on? Yeah, I think jo- Jackson's on there. <laughs> Maybe not. I think he may or may not. I think he is on. Ja- I think Jackson is on there. Is, is I think on the twenty, right? I don't know. Maybe. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was good. So I guess I don't know how the points really work here. It's just I guess whoever I don't know how who's like who's gonna win. Is it just like okay if you. Got the so most you got three. So yeah, she got three out of three. So let's see. Okay, because I answered it within five seconds, right? That's the right. Good job. Good job. Good Thank job. Thank you. Okay, so I'll I'm going next, and I'm gonna ask Demi. This will be oh, Demi. Okay, so you're gonna do fine. Well, <laughs> I suck at these games. No. Okay. So name. This is this is so easy. Okay, name three ice cream flavors. Right. Okay. Okay. Chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. Good. <laughs> I was like, since if you because I was about to write the exact same question. So okay, that one's a little easy. Okay, this one's a little harder. Okay. No. <laughs> name three sit not not countries. Name three cities in Europe. <laughs> um, Paris, <laughs> London. I, tur- I don't know. Turkey's a country. Um, Rome. And that's a yeah. good one. Oh. She did it. She made it. Wait, isn't Rome a country? Sis, Rome is the capital of Italy, right? Oh. <laughs> I don't want to sound stupid. Is it actually? <laughs> I, think, I think Rome is a city. Yeah, um, Rome is an Italy. Okay, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Why did I say Turkey? Okay. <laughs> I didn't even notice he said turkey. Okay. 
Okay. okay. So, wait, hey, I didn't do the third one, girl. Oh, I thought. Okay, keep going. Trying to rush. <laughs> All right, that, those were the. Okay, okay, one more, one more question for Demi. Okay. For two now. Okay, this one's gonna be a personal one for you. You have to name three of your own pet peeves in five seconds. Go. Okay, you smell, have a lot of hair, and you have a lot of a big beard. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was a little too quick. She answered that in like two and a half seconds. I'm very picky, you know. So yeah. Wait, wait, I don't even think I really heard you. Can you repeat that? What were the peppies? I heard beard. Okay, um, I don't do beards. I don't do a lot of hair. And um, what did I say? What was the first one? I know I said the first one. It was about smelling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you stink, it's a no-no for me, so. All like, right, so she got them all. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, now it's my turn. Haley. I am so sorry. <laughs> These calls. She about to ask me the whole geography, like math. No. This. Can I just forfeit the round? Wait, wait, wait. The first question should be for the <laughs> okay? Because you love this. Girl. Name five songs from Rihanna. Oh, okay. Um, there's uh, Umbrella. Um, uh, Man down. Uh, words. Um. Love the way you lie. And gosh, I don't know the name of songs. Um. 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 um, um oh, have my money. But bleep. Yeah. That's good, but it was kind of longer than that. Was, that was that was thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. <laughs> But she got them. Um, okay, this one should be a little bit easier. Um, <laughs> name okay, you gotta know this one. What are name five planets in the solar system? Ooh. My friend, <laughs> you can do this, Haley. <laughs> Why can't you ask me ice cream questions? Honey, it's the solar system. That doesn't make a difference. Okay. Um, Venus, Mercury, uh, Mars. How many five? Uh, Uranus and (laughs) Pluto. That was four, right? And Pluto. That was five, right? Okay. Okay. She got it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Pluto's Wait. a dwarf planet. Dwarf planet. <laughs> dwarf. Wait, did, you say, did you say Uranus or Uranus? She said Uranus. 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 Okay, I've, I've never heard of that. Okay. Um. <laughs> good job. Good job. Um. Ooh, this last. You know what? Can I change yeah. my husband? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and change it. Go ahead and change it up. Switch it up. Switch it up. It's been a long day. Name okay, this will be really easy. Name three. Name colors. one. Oh my! I'm just kidding. I'm just oh kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Blue, red. <laughs> yeah. Yay! You went to kindergarten for sure. Yeah. She did it. She did it. I'm so proud of you. Oh my god. It took us a while. Probably time to start school soon. <laughs> yes. August needs to come. Yes. Uh, at least it's next month. But anywho, um, 
That was fun. So today's topic, guys, is basically what we talked about first season, which was, is it for the title or is it for love? So we are doing a part two about love, dating, marriage, you name it. And my question to start things off is, what are your guys' expectations when it comes to dating in college? Still being lonely. <laughs> no, no, that sounds really like blunt and sad. But I, I don't know. I feel like in college, it's just going to be something that I need to get used to. It's it's not something that I'm going to be like, it's going to be at like at the front of my mind or anything. I feel like I need to get used to my surroundings, get used to the whole schedule, all that stuff before even like, maybe even like making friends, you know? So I think the dating thing is going to be like a very, very slow thing. And I, I, I'm sure the people who listen to us know that the way we talk, we're kind of like picky with the people that you know, we want to date or be with. So I feel like even just with that fact alone, it's going to take a while. It, you know, it's definitely going to have to, you know, take some steps, have to make friendships first. Definitely not, you know, a head first dive in, like none of that. It's going to be a process for sure. So it's not going to be that different from high school necessarily. I feel like there's going to be more options open, definitely. But um, I don't think it's going to be like, you know, I, I'm in college and all of a sudden I have a boyfriend. Like, it's, I, I don't think it's going to be like that. I agree. Honestly, I don't have any expectations. Um, I think life's just better when you don't have expectations and you don't get disappointed. Um, but yeah, I don't really have expectations. I agree with Erin that there probably will most definitely will be more options and I guess more opportunities to meet new people um, and potentially date. But I think it's just really just going with the flow, getting to know um surroundings getting to know people in different types of environments and then if things move further dating or whatever that's great but if not you know we're just chilling yes I definitely agree with the two of you and <laughs> to be honest um I made a vow <clears throat> to not date freshman year because as these two both mentioned you know, you're meeting new people, you're learning a new class, you're getting to know your class, your professors, teachers, um, clubs, organizations, sports. There are so many things going on in college. And for me, just going to college to meet a, a cute guy, like, yeah, that's nice. It would be really nice, but it's not the end-all be-all for me. So I agree. I would just take things very, very slow and just honestly focus on myself. Because if I can't focus on myself, then how can I focus on another person? And I have a quick question. So there are people, I'm not going to mention names, but there are people who think they have to date somebody or they have to marry someone by the time they're seniors in college. So how do you guys feel when it comes to people feeling obligated to, you know, meet the one? Well, I think... Um... It's not from, okay, from just a realistic perspective, I don't think your life's going to end if you don't meet that perfect person by the end of high school or the end of college, because that's not the story for everyone. You know, there's people that get married after college, you know, they start their career and then they meet that person, whether they work with them or just, you know, meet them in a different, you know, environment at a restaurant or people are 30, 40, some people even older than that that get married. So I think that 
realistically, your life's not going to end and the opportunity to meet someone or to date or to get married doesn't end once you reach like a certain age or point in your life. And then also, if we turn it to a Christian perspective, I think that um, by saying things or believing things like that, we take the control of that aspect of our lives into our own hands because we think, okay, I have to make this happen, basically. But who's to say that God's saying something else? You know, maybe he wants you to wait till you're 30 and then you get married and then, you know, you have your family. And then for some people, they get married younger and that's what he has aligned for you. But I think it's all in God's timing. Some people will get married you know, by the end of college or, you know, younger. But then there are those that wait a little longer. And I think that that's totally okay, too. That's really good. I definitely agree. I feel like that's something that I've had to come to terms with, too, because I'm the kind of person that, like, like I can see, like, the next 50 years of my life, if that makes sense. Like, I usually have things planned out. I know what I, what I want to do by this age, by I want to have kids at this age, like, you know, meet the perfect person at this age. But as you go on with life, you know that a lot of times things don't even go your way. It's really up to God. And I think that's something that a lot of people just, especially Christians too, because obviously we're all Christian. We Even we struggle with that, that we just need to like, put everything in God's hands because I mean, marriage is such an important thing and it's definitely not something that you need to rush, especially like how Haley was saying, things happen at like so many different stages in life and everybody's life is so different and it's personal to you. I, I think also it comes from a place of comparing yourself to other people. A lot of people think, oh, this person is the same age as me, but they're doing so much better than I am. They have this set up at this age and they've already accomplished this, but we have to realize that this is our own race. This is our own life. And God has things planned for each of us individually. And we don't have to feel bad or feel sorry because we haven't met the one or we haven't had kids at this age. So I think that's something like that I've had to learn definitely like throughout my life. And that's something I'm expecting in my college years is to not really rush life, to not compare myself to others and be like, I have to have this done now, especially, you know, at that age, we're all so young. It, there's so many things that we still have left to learn. Even by the time that you're 30, you're not probably most likely not going to have your entire life planned out, even if you think you are. So I think as humans, it gets like this idea in our head where it's like we have to plan out the future and we have to pretty much be fortune tellers when that's literally impossible. I think the main thing is just I'm leaving it up to God and just I'm letting life go with the flow. So I think that's something that, you know, we can all improve on. That is such a great response. And I really like how you said comparison plays a really big factor um, to people wanting to meeting the one or like just not, you know, feeling alone. And I would just ask what other factors do you guys think play a key role in people rushing things in order to get married or to just, you know, have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? I think <clears throat> in my case, it would be like the media's perspective of love. Cause you know how you watch TV shows, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you know, you name it. And like, you have all these people at such a young age, even in high school, you got boyfriends and girlfriends. And I'm not saying it's wrong, but it does tend the, um, to allow viewers to think, create their own perspective of love, which is kind of false. Cause again, it's TV. TV is just for entertainment. It's not the Bible. Okay. It's not your mama. It's not your daddy. It's not telling you the truth. But again, what do you guys think? 
what other factors can play a major role causing people to rush things when it comes to meeting the, the right person? I think um, it's something that Erin kind of touched on earlier. It's just, I think, our natural instinct. I don't know if it's just a girl thing or if guys do it too, but we tend to plan our lives and develop this checklist of goals that we set for ourselves. And I think that those goals don't just um, end with schooling or career goals or vacation trips that we want to take eventually, but they do fall into, okay, I haven't had I'm a boyfriend yet, or I haven't had a girlfriend yet, or I haven't had my first kiss yet. So by this age or by this time in my life, I've got, I should have it by now. And then I think too, it is society's pressure and the pressure of our peers sometimes, even if it's not directly them saying, oh, you have to do it by this point. When you see other people around you, whether it's in high school, having something that you want, maybe you would like that Valentine you know, on Valentine's Day, that's going to give you the big teddy bear and shower you with gifts and you don't have that. So you feel like you're missing something. And so that's the next thing on your checklist that you want to fulfill. So I think it's just our natural instincts to have the checklist of our lives fulfilled by a certain point. And even if it's not in the most healthy way, or um, maybe it's not the most genuine love, we feel like having that experience is better than not having anything at all sometimes. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think a main, a main thing too is, I feel like this is like something that has to do with like a lot of problems in society, but I think it definitely is like media and television and all those sort of things, because especially it's, I feel like it's directed towards teenagers and it just makes them feel like empty and makes them feel like they really need to be in this relationship because I've been there myself. Like I've, been like I I'm supposed to have this whole like high school experience where I meet the one like freaking dancing in the halls and like having a prom and this that and the third thing and I wanted that like so bad for myself and then when I found out that I couldn't and it wasn't like all the Disney Channel original movies that I was watching it like it hurt a lot and it hurt a lot more than I thought it would so I think a lot of that comes from TV and especially like when they romanticize like teen relationships and make them seem like perfect and they have like a little bump in the road but oh they just know that they're perfect for each other they met two weeks ago but they know that it's true love like all this stuff that they put out there and you expect that for yourself because your first thought in mind isn't oh it's just tv it just like it seems so real and you think that it's being shown to you so it should be like that right but obviously it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that it's just so important to come to realization that there's a, obviously there's a distinction between TV and movies in real life because those are made by people, man-made. You can make it whatever you want it to be, but you can't do that in life. Life is the way that your life is. You can't control it. So I think the, like, from my experience, I think a lot of my false expectations have been from TV, from media, social media. And I don't know why, I, for some reason, I feel like this year especially, I don't know why, but from media and like what I've seen on my personal like pages, I feel like a lot of people are dating this year and I don't know why. I feel like it's like an all, all of a sudden thing. I don't know, nobody else probably thinks so, but I just feel like I'm seeing it a lot. And I have to like remind myself like, okay, maybe this is something from the devil. Who knows? Like maybe I'm being tempted. Maybe I'm trying to like maybe he's trying to make me think that my life is just so lonely and I have like nobody that loves me like I, and I have to like remind myself like no there's there's a time and a place and I promise you if you just stay patient and you trust in God it'll happen one day like and 
it's just, like I said, touched on, like marriage is such an important thing. And for me, it's something that I cherish like pretty deep in my heart and I want to do it right. I want to do it right the first time. I don't want to, you know, be going through a bunch of people and trying to figure out and be confused. Like I want to know like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. So I think a lot of this, like these influences and factors that contribute to that are from, you know, media, social media, movies and all that stuff. That was exactly me. And can someone please tell me why, especially in the month of February, why I really, really, really wanted a boyfriend, especially after watching the movie to all the boys I've loved before, part three, like I was in the couch. Okay, guys, I've never said this before, but like we were watching this movie together and I think wasn't it on like Valentine's Day that night? (laughs) <laughs> we watched it on valentine's day and i regret it because now i'm like thinking "Ooh, i can't wait to have a boyfriend in college you know like i'm gonna be so book smart i can't wait to go to nyu and all this cute stuff lovey dovey 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 and all that stuff but anywho that never happened i'm still single and i'm i'm, I'm happy i'm happy but yeah aaron just gave me that wonderful scenario i'm still laughing at it to this day but anyway um besides social media and society, TV, and all those things. I also think it could also, wow, the amount of times I said also. I, I think um, culture could play a big role as well because it's not just the media that could play a major role or make you feel pressured because I know some aunties of mine, I know some African mamas that be telling their daughters, Honey, I love you, but you have to get married, okay? I want some grandchildren. Can you give me some grandchildren, okay, when you're 28, 29, 30, you know? And it's just, I won't say it's annoying, but it's kind of, like, sad because we live in a day and age where people are progressing, you know, learning more about who they are, but because of family or because of religion or because of just your background, you have this obligation or this pressure or this constant reminder in the back of your head telling you, hey, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, not just for yourself, but for your family, for your mom, so that you could honor their name, quote unquote. So I'm gonna ask this question. Have you ever had a personal experience or if you knew anyone that had a similar situation to what I'm just talking about? You know, maybe you had a brother or a sister they were pressured by their parents telling them, hey, you got to get married. You got to find the one. Like, have you ever guys had that experience? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Coming from someone who's Indian, I know exactly what that's like. Because an arranged marriage is like a big part of like the Indian culture. And I've seen it like so many times. And I, and and there's movies about it too. And like, I can only imagine what that's like being like, wow, my life is being controlled and I feel like I have to impress everybody else and all these people are going to be talking about me because like I don't have my whole life set up. I have to, for some reason, have kids and give my parents grandkids by the time I'm 30. And like w- like watching that sort of thing and like experiencing it and seeing it, it, it's just like, it gives me a headache because I'm like, I could never like put myself in that situation where it's like, sacrificing my happiness just for somebody else and what they want to see you know so that's definitely something I've seen a lot and I'm glad like for my parents they've told me from the for the longest time you know you do you when you find the one you find the one 
whoever it is, you know, we're not going to force you to do anything of that sort. Cause it's just like, I said it before, it's just like an important marriage is such an important thing. And I've seen so many failed relationships and so many failed marriages just because of rushing, just because of thinking that you've had to be in that sort of situation. So yeah, I definitely think that's something that should kind of be let go a little bit of, you know, having things planned out and trying to do things just to satisfy an auntie or an uncle or, you know, just for that cultural happiness. You, know, you want everybody to be like harmony and rainbows and all that stuff. But I feel like, I mean, you just got to live your own life and do it on the terms of you and God himself. So I just think that's a really important thing. And there's a question I want to ask you guys as well. So we clearly did a first part of this in season one. And I wanted to ask you guys, like, if, like at all, from the last time we did this episode until now, do you think what you want in a partner has changed at all? Honestly, I think the things that I wanted or looked for in a partner are still the same, honestly. Um, maybe I think the only thing that might have changed is probably the order in which I, I prioritize. Because I, I know that everyone wants, you know, oh, someone that's tall or you know has this facial feature or has this skin tone or you know the outward appearance but I think now as since the last time we recorded that that was like I don't want to say a year ago but almost you know like at least like six or seven months ago that we recorded that one I think as I've matured um the order in which you know I will want or look for those things to change. So number one would be spiritual life. And that's not because, you know, I'm just this great Christian and, you know, I'm just so saved and sanctified, but because I just think that it's important. I think through the pandemic and just seeing how you elevate and seeing how people transition in and out of your life. I think I've heard what it said once, you know, if a man loves the Lord first with all of his heart, then he'll love you with all of his heart he'll respect his father in heaven and I think that that's so true you know if you're in covenant with someone that loves the Lord first he'll he's going to respect you because he sees you not just as a beautiful young lady or as someone that has a great head on their shoulder or has this great career path but someone that's the daughter of a king and when you're in covenant with someone that respects you for who you truly are above all else I think that that's one of the most beautiful things in marriage. And then two, I think also just being able to have a friend in that person is probably number two, because we talk so much about on our podcast, how valuable friendship is. And so I think being able to have a companion that you can share, um, not just a love life with, but also um, a friendship where you can talk, communicate, laugh, have great memories I think that that's probably important too and then everything else falls into place after that well dang so formal she had a little steps number one golly number two a friend mine is so casual Reverend Haley as always weekly oh she is so mannered like she got everything together she's so organized like I want this outlined okay but anyway mine on the other hand it's similar. It's just uh, <laughs> my girl. Just say it. Good God. <laughs> Let me drink a little sip of water. It's not going to be a straight sermon. It's going to be like 
freaking right. I don't even know like she's gonna give a whole keynote presentation like, this is a podcast okay we're, we're being real okay I'm gonna be very casual um so I don't think my expectations or view for the one for me has changed either I would say though it has expanded um Obviously, you got to be Christian. As Haley mentioned, I want my boo to be Christian as well. And I also want him to be a friend. And I think I remember last season, I said, I was such a weirdo. But I, I remember saying, oh, yeah, I want my future husband to be tall and black and British and all these things. I don't know if I said it in the podcast, but I remember saying it last year all the darn time. But this year, I don't mind him being another race and there's nothing wrong you know if he's white great if god wants me to marry an indian person wonderful asian filipino hispanic latin you name it i'm i'm fine i'm fine i'm not i'm not complaining okay but (laughs) anyway um honestly to just sum it all up i'm down for anything you know Because I used to be the type of person that had all these boundaries. You know, I was very, very, very picky. But at this point, I just let God handle it. Because if God knows what's right for me, then he knows what's right for me. And if it's something that I don't consider at first, well, okay, it it could be a new experience. So to answer your question, Aaron, I don't think anything has changed. I would say everything has expanded, though. So, yeah. I'm, I'm down for whatever God has in store for me at this point. That's really good. I really love all your guys' answers. I thought it's just like everything you said was so important in a relationship. Um, And to answer my own question, I definitely agree with you guys. Like, I feel, I felt like from even that last episode at our age, I feel like our answers were just like so mature for people our age that it's like, I mean, even adults maybe could kind of use that advice and kind of use that mindset as well. So I feel like there wasn't that much to change at all. And I still feel like I don't really have much to change either. But if I feel, I feel like if I were to change like anything at all, like from the way that I thought before, I feel like I need to work on myself, like mostly before I be like, I'm in a relationship and I need to come to the terms of the fact that I truly, I don't think I'm, to be honest, I don't think I'm ready for a relationship. Like as of this point, um, at the time when we were like doing our previous episode, I felt like I was ready. I can date, like I, I know myself inside out and I love myself. I know I'm a, a daughter of, of God himself and it's just like, I'm ready. And then, I mean, things happen in my life and then all these events happen and I'm like, I mean, can I really handle this? Like, imagine like if I had to do this with a partner, like I, maybe I would just like crash, like break down, like, and maybe I need to come with the fact and kind of humble myself and realize that, Hey, I'm not perfect. And that I'm maybe truthfully, I'm not ready for a relationship. And maybe that's why I've gone like the last 18 of years of my life, like being single, because God knew that maybe he knows that I, Aaron, you're not ready, even if you may think that you're ready and you need this time for yourself to realize and kind of humble yourself and say, Hey, I'm not ready. And I'm giving you this time to ready yourself for that person. Because I still feel like yeah, at 18, even, even though I, I may think I have my life figured out, I definitely don't. There, I feel like there's many things that I still need to experience and I need to know how to handle um, before I, you know, I'm in a relationship because at this point, like I, I've never been in a relationship, obviously, but I, 
I mean, we're all smart enough to know that it's all not all sunshine and rainbows and kisses and all those cute Instagram pictures and things that we see. There's so many things that are in a relationship, whether it's trust, companionship, kindness, all these different things that a lot of time like don't really come from us. And in our time of being single that we need to work on as individuals. And I think a lot of times we just need to come to the term with the fact that, hey, Maybe we're not ready. Maybe there's a reason why we're single. Maybe God's giving us this time to work on ourselves. So I just kind of thought about that. And, I, and just, I feel like I wish I could tell like my past self, you know, being 16, 17, that, hey, you have your life. You have, you know, people around you who love you. You don't necessarily need a man. And maybe you need to sit and realize that you're not ready. You have all these emotional things you need to work on. Like you're, plans for the future, all these things that need to come before the whole other responsibility of being with a guy. So that's something that I've had, I felt like I've changed from the last episode to now. I think everything that everyone said so far was so good. But as uh, Aaron and Demi gave their response, it kind of brought this thought to my mind. And I think um, especially after Demi expressed like what she felt changed about her and how she had these lists of especially futural expectations about looks and um, accents and all these things, which is natural. You know, we laugh at it because we're, we're friends, but all of us, whether we think it's extreme or not, we have our standards. But I think too, what we have to remember is what Demi said was true about like, you know, whoever God brings to me is like good, you know, whether he has an accent or not, that's good. Whether he's tall, but I think too, we have to remember that we don't have to be down for everything. And this is not something what Demi said at all. She was just expressing that, you know, whoever God has for her is good with her. But I think sometimes you'll hear people say, well, well, you know, God, whoever you give to me, I guess, like, I'll just settle. Basically, like, settling and God never wants us to settle like he tells us to speak what we want and that we can have that and you know we're not gonna always like there's not gonna be a perfect guy that's gonna check literally every box no that's not realistic but at the same time we don't have to settle if you if you like tall guys the Lord knows you can pray for it and be like well God look I I man because he wants you to be happy like marriage yes is beyond the looks beyond you know, the things that we post on Instagram, but we can be happy and enjoy our marriage, especially. Now, boyfriends, mm, I don't know about all of that. You have to talk to the Lord about that one. But I know, especially for marriage, you know, you're not going to always get the box checked off. Yeah, this, and then he's going to be this, and he's going to have this degree, and he's going to, like, no, no, you're not, you don't get to create your boyfriend or create, you know, the man that you marry, but we can manifest the things that we want and we can see them happen. And yes, there may be some rerouting, may not happen exactly how you want it. But when God brings that person, don't ever feel like you have to settle for anything less than what you want because he wants you to be happy. He's not a God that just going to throw you anybody and say, okay, yeah, you have to marry this person because, yeah. And then also I had a question for you guys. What would you say to a person that a young person especially that may feel anxious about dating or marriage and just feel like you know I haven't dated up to this point is there something wrong with me I have to date right now I'm 18 or I'm 16 and I've never been on a date or I never had a like valentine or whatever and they just are anxious for that experience what would you say to them girl you're fine you're fine 
And honestly, take your time. And this is coming from an 18-year-old who's about to be 19 in less than two months and is still single, okay? And I know people that are 30, 31, that are not married, and they're fine. They're successful. So honestly, take your time. Know that everything's going to be all right, okay? Take deep breaths in and out. And just know that God's got you, okay? God's got you. So be anxious for nothing. The Bible says be anxious for nothing, okay? Don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow's in God's hands. So that's all I have to say. I definitely agree. I think the main thing definitely is to take your time. We've talked about this episode in this episode so many times that you don't have to have your life planned out. You don't have to have a checklist. You don't have to do this, that, and the third thing by the time I'm 29 because I was supposed to do this, that, and the third thing by the time I was 16, and that never even happened. So, and I'm sitting here at eight, almost 18, and, you know, I'm just letting life happen the way it needs to happen so i think that's a definitely an important point to definitely take your time you have your life ahead of you again you're in god's hands um and just know just i feel like just know your worth definitely don't settle and know that god himself knows your worth just like you do and he's working on it he's working on it and he wants to give you exactly he wants to give you what you want and also what you need so know that you deserve the best and that's going to take time it's not going to be like an overnight thing. And I, I promise you, I haven't experienced it yet. These girls haven't experienced it yet. But I promise you, when the time comes, we're going to be so glad that we waited. And we're going to be so glad that we didn't rush things, that this perfect that this person is like perfect for us. And the things like age and, you know, what career I have aren't really going to matter in that moment because you know that you waited and you relied on God and he gave you exactly the love of your life that you, that you knew that you needed. So I think those are the points I definitely would put on the table for people who are anxious. And it's just the main thing is just don't be anxious because there's somebody for everybody and God will take care of it. So, yeah. All I would say, I agree with both of you. I think both points, especially the aspect of just not being anxious because God's timing is what matters. I'll, all I would say is God knows why you're waiting and I think Aaron t- touched on it earlier. Like, I I even pray about it, too. I'm like, yeah, God, as much as in my past I wanted to be in middle school, high school, and I just really wanted that whole experience, like, I'm glad that I didn't. And that's not to, like, shade anybody that may have had that experience in high school because, you know, what's for you for one person may not be for you. But knowing me, I had a lot of growing, Not maybe not academically, maybe not entirely well spiritually too but maybe not maturity and like how I maybe conduct myself outside in the world but maturity within myself maturity in how I viewed myself how I you know showed up in the world and the confidence that is needed um that you have to carry through take with you every day and I think that maybe dating for me earlier would was definitely would not be a good move it it would have just like stunted that growth and you may question or wonder but even if you don't get that exact answer right away when you pray about it you're gonna move forward in life and then look back and be like man yeah I'm glad I'm glad I waited I'm glad I didn't rush things or just like try to make something up myself because you avoid so much heartbreak when you just stay on the right path stay on the straight and narrow it's not always gonna be the most joyous well, let me take that back. It is fun, but sometimes you have those moments and you wonder why not me or why me? Why am I going through this? But it'll all be worth it and you will literally appreciate it. Even in your young age, you will appreciate it. 
that was so beautiful. Um, does anyone else have anything to say? Okay, I'm feeling a little bit parched, hungry, and I think someone here has a snack. So honey, what you got? Yes, so I, I know today, well, this whole week, this whole month, this whole summer season has been really hot. And a little snack I enjoyed earlier today was watermelon. So I'm just going to give that as a snack to everybody. Oh, so twins got it. We all had watermelon. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like it was so perfect to have watermelon today. And it, like, it really hit the spot. So um, we're going to go with the watermelon today. And the topic I'm going to be discussing kind of like, tie, well, in a way ties into what we were talking about today. But just the overall thing is patience. Because um, for some reason, like, it's been quarantine and like, I'm still kind of inside just a little bit. And I mean, I've been around my family a lot. And for some reason, I, this is just something that I've always struggled with, but it's just like a temper for some reason, like, especially towards my brother, like that kid can just breathe and I get so mad and I don't know why. So like, I just, I just like was want to talk about a little bit about like patience and just kind of like, I don't want to get too deep, but like, take deep breaths, think before you say things, because especially living with my parents, sometimes I don't think before I say something towards my brother and then I get in trouble and then it's just like not a good day. So if I were to just like, I mean, like pull it all together, it's just, if you're angry about something, take deep breaths, be patient, you know, let God's spirit overwhelm you and know that it's not that big of a deal. Be kind, think before you say things. And it may be hard at first, but you'll find that when you do that, you'll have a much better day. So I just kind of wanted to talk about that only because I was kind of like going through that this past week. So, yeah. Amen to that. So, guys, you heard it. Don't forget to work on yourself before you meet the one. Please work on yourself because we're still young. We're still learning who we are as people. And don't forget that God knows what's best for you because it's God. Like, he knows you more than you know yourself. And last, don't forget to just take your time. Take it easy. Don't be anxious for anything. And by the end of the day, God will give you the one. And you will be more than happy. So, yeah. And don't forget to stay, stay real. real. <laughs> I can't. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.